the phone uh, all the way from uh, Houston, Texas, I believe. It's Professor Ed Hers. He's a, a economics professor at uh, well uh, at, uh, at at the University of Houston. Uh, professor Hers, good morning. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Eli. All right. Well, this is straight out of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel's yesterday's paper. We're getting a little bit of feedback there, but I'll try and uh, see if we can uh, get that out of here. Uh, okay. the, the University of Wisconsin-Madison's beloved mascot, Bucky Badger, is entangled in a trademark fight. The state university here, the University of Wisconsin, and its licensed retail manager, Fanatics, and we'll get to them in a minute, are, well, uh, the puns in here, the bad puns and, <laughs> and whatever, just keep on uh, 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 mounting up here in this uh, article from Milwaukee Journal yesterday. Uh, you are getting badgered. Uh, over yeah. the trademarking of the phrase of Buckynomics and Bucky Markets. The UW-Madison argues the terms encroach on its use of Bucky Badgers. However, Professor Hurst and uh, uh, and, and uh, University of Houston there um, say this has nothing to do with Bucky Badger. You don't even know who Bucky Badger was. Uh, uh, so, uh, Professor Hurst, let's, let's back up a little bit. What is Buckynomics? What is a Bucky Markets all about? And how did you uh, start to use this term? And actually, you've you've you're trademarking Buckynomics and Bucky Markets. Um, explain right. to our listeners here in in Wisconsin, Buckyland. Uh, you know, UW's right here in Madison, by the way. But um, don't worry about that, man. I'm mostly on your side already. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's quite all right. Uh, yeah, so so I'm an economist. I've been in energy markets and, and teaching for more than 40 years. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we think of energy markets, I think of energy markets as, as a perfect example of network economies. And, and so, for example, um, you know, Madison needs natural gas. You know, where, did, where does Madison get it from? Well, probably from a pipeline that that starts either in the Rockies or, you know, somewhere in Texas. And, and so there are nodes on these pipelines or nodes, for example, in the electricity market. So I think Wisconsin's part of MISO, the Mid-Continent Independent System Operator. So you're actually connected to the grid um, in some parts of Texas, uh, Lake Charles, Louisiana, and all the way to Manitoba, up through the you know the breadbasket of, of the nation, and so these are these are flat networks. Um, you know you can you can represent them on a on a map on a piece of paper. But if you start thinking about uh, other other activities such as capital markets, as uh, labor markets, if you think about substitutes, so substitutes for coal power would be um, uh, wind farms, solar farms. Uh, now we began to to get a multi-dimensional aspect to it, and if you start tying these nodes together, it it becomes something other than just a flat triangle, if you will, an ABC um, uh, relationship with lines kind of drawn among them. And I thought, well, you know, Texas is where, uh, and the Houston in particular, the the uh, nanoparticles were uh, uh, discovered by. Uh, Robert Curl and, and Rick Smalley over at the over at Rice University. Um, I, I was 
you know, visitor in the lab and, and knew them on the faculty when I taught at Rice. And, and you know, socially, I have relationships at, at these universities. And so I thought, well, goodness, let's put Buckingomics and Bucky Markets together uh, in honor, uh, you know, to an extent of their their Bucky Balls, the Buckminster Fullerene uh, carbon nanoparticles. Okay, now let's backtrack because your use of the word Bucky and the term Bucky doesn't have anything to do with a, a, a rodent uh, <laughs> who happens to be the team mascot up here, um, um, you know, for the exactly, University of Wisconsin. Exactly right. It has I to mean, do I, with with I, Buckminster Fuller, and of course we um, uh, and, and and to this thing called uh, um, what was it called? It was called the Buckminster Fuller um, Fullerene Fullerene, and it and it had to do with some sort of dis. Uh, new uh, carbon um, yeah. uh, it, it's a form of carbon and it's called a Buckminster right. fullerene or as it's known it's called buckyballs for short right uh, did you know that but the buckyball the shape of the buckyball this carbon that they found was actually football shape by the way <laughs> They, that, they, that, they, that has nothing to do with anything yes it's it's spherical in some respects and then there's a uh um, you know, kind of an oblong uh, shape. Um, it, it apparently ties up and, and presents itself several ways in nature. So, so you know, how did I'm, Bucky? I'm, I'm not a chemist or a physicist. I do, I do <laughs> economics. I know, I know. So, but but how did you decide to take on the Buckynomics thing? Uh, what was the relationship? Now, you said you did know these professors. They were at Rice University. Um, and you, you you shared a lab with them, or actually you got to know no. them? Did, did you ask permission? No. Oh, well, you didn't. Sh- well, oh, no. No, I mean, uh, you know, they that that was, gosh, what, uh, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, not only that, uh, uh, Professor Smalley, he won a, a Nobel Prize for well, the discovery. Well, both of them did. Curl, of them. Curl and Smalley were awarded Nobel Prizes. For and, discovering the whole, the concept of buckyballs. Right, and, you know, the economists, <laughs> the economists that I've, you know, worked with or, or studied under over the years, and, you know, gosh, a bunch of Nobel Prize winners. Um, so, you know, I thought this would be a, a, a useful uh, tool to to describe the concept to uh, clients and to to students and to um, to the public. You're right. Now, you're, you're talking about uh, your term, Buckynomics. You use it in your uh, economics classes as you're teaching, and you're, you're talking about the interdependency of uh, of markets, not only on a national level. So I'm, we're like, well, what does that mean? Does that mean that like um, um, uh, the market here in the United States uh, um, and the uh, relationship between the market in China, for instance? And also, you got two different types of economic systems. You got a communist economic system in China, and you got a capitalist here in the United States. Is that kind of? Am I getting closer to what Buckingomics is? I mean, do I get an A or? For knowing a little bit about it, well, you're you're moving in the right direction. For example, um, you know, uh, Bill Nordhaus, who who was awarded the Nobel Prize in Economics in 2018 for his climate economics, um, pointed out in one of his papers how the global oil market is totally interconnected. You know, the, in in um, an analysis, you know, anything that happens in Saudi Arabia has an impact in the oil price and the Bakken. In North Dakota, um, and and vice versa, because these markets are connected uh, by pipeline, by rail, by tanker, and 
energy traders or oiling oil traders in particular you know they, they're not known to be a, a very religious sort they will they will take advantage of any arbitrage opportunity that's available um you know, it's kind of funny you talk about the the capitalist versus the socialist system you know for example uh the the state of texas uh runs its grid based on the old style soviet union model of a of a government purchasing bureau that's what the grid operator is in texas ERCOT. in fact in fact the the conservative chief justice of the state supreme court ruled that the grid operator in texas is an arm of the state um and and, yeah. well, and, and what's interesting about this uh professor hers is actually you're the one who predicted if people remember when was that 2019 13. or eight, eight, 13 oh wait that's <clears throat> wow that was before COVID. Uh, we saw the grid. Uh, you guys got some cold weather down there, and you actually got some snow in Texas. And your your grid, which is not connected to any of the other grids uh, in the United States, it's a separate thing for some reason, um, it collapsed. And, uh, it, uh, it, and Texas was even more of a third world country than it is now. No, I'm kidding. But um, it, things really fell apart at that point. No, I mean, no, you're I, absolutely, I, you're, you're, you know, no. Kidding aside, I mean, when the when the grid operator and the Public Utility Commission says that if we get a another polar vortex like we did in twenty one, you know, the odds are uh, one in seven that there will be rolling blackouts executed across the grid. You know, it's that in terms of of being the the state that's the so called energy capital of the world. I think is unacceptable. No, this and, and is, you, you, know, predict, and you predicted, uh, you predicted that. All right. Now let's go back to this uh, this uh, rights battle that you're going through with the University of Wisconsin. What exactly, uh, uh, well, we were talking about this last night, uh, and even with, I guess we could call him my attorney. He's usually just a guy <laughs> sitting to the right of me with that, a full beer in his hand. Um, UW, is this just about money? Does, does UW want to get paid or something? Do they want what what is this trademark battle about? They want you to stop using the term buckynomics, which you have already trademarked, or you're trying to trademark this term, right? Yeah, my trademarks have been issued, and so um, you know, Fanatics, which is a private equity backed enterprise, uh, has gone around and and agglomerated uh, the licensing and the the right to represent. Uh, Gosh, more than a hundred universities and colleges, and and professional teams, NFL, Major League Baseball, all these guys, in their um, uh, trademarks and apparel. That's why when you you walk into, I guess you know, one bookstore or another, you know, all of the apparel looks the same, feels the same. It's just right. the different different trade dress, and so they've they've cornered the market. On this kind of the way Barnes and Noble cornered the market on university uh, bookstores, right. you know, thirty years ago, um, and and so these guys, uh, I don't know where they operate out of Atlanta or something, and, mm -hmm. and you know they don't have any oversight or accountability to the you know people of of Wisconsin. You're right. Um, I mean, I mean that's the way I looked at. It. I said, yeah, fanatics. This uh, national. Uh, corporate uh, entity is the one that's really behind us and UW's is kind of being dragged into this battle um, over the term buckynomics. Um, right. I mean, you know, it'd be interesting if, if the University of Wisconsin Law School were involved here, but instead they've got some, you know, Atlanta law firm where they're, 
putting four or five partners on phone calls and and uh, billing uh, U Wisconsin a, a fair amount of money to to you know make yeah, a yeah, like make a mountain out of a out of an unrelated molehill in Texas. It's really kind of funny. It is kind but of if, funny, and I like to I like your response. You're like I could give one shake of a badger's tail about the University of Wisconsin. <laughs> He, he, yeah, like, that's absolutely uh, true. Eli, what about I, this? He said, "Don't call him Bucky Badger." He says it's better to call him Bucky the Troll because <laughs> he's trolling me. You're getting trolled by the UW over Buckynomics and actually over Bucky Balls. Um, so, uh, yeah, and uh, do you know why these guys named it after Buckminster Fuller? I mean, Buckminster Fuller. I guess uh, he's. He's well. Uh, you he's know, called the father Fuller, of nanotechnology, right? Oh no, wait, that's Richard Smalls, right? Well, well Smalley. Well, the, yeah, you know, Smalley, it looked yeah. like a, a, yeah, Buckminster Fuller, the, the architect, was the. Uh, um, he was the big into geodesic the, the inventor domes. of the geodesic dome. Yeah, geodesic and, dome, uh, yes. and so that was the. Uh, in fact, that was the exhibit that uh, the U.S. exhibit at Expo '67 in Montreal. Um, and you know, architecturally sound, uh, extremely strong, very resilient. Um, you know, can be built anywhere cheaply. Uh, really doesn't need any kind of internal supports. It's mm-hmm. it's an exoskeleton type of of uh, building. Uh, you know, the Astrodome in Houston. Um, you know, was at the time the world's largest span across a field, and and we see this sort of architecture and application in all the dome stadiums now. Right. Now, have you ever seen Bucky Badger? Professor no. <laughs> <laughs> well, the university yeah. say... Is, okay. Isn't he supposed to be hibernating this time of year? <laughs> Actually, he's a pretty jovial, he's a friendly-looking enough mascot. He, he's, of course, he's a he, cartoon, for God's sake. Uh, <laughs> it's... He's he's a cartoon character. I mean, has the University of Wisconsin gone after Bucky Barnes? I mean, Bucky Barnes is a cartoon character out of the Marvel Marvel Comics universe. I mean, you know, there's a freak of nature, and um, well, uh, yeah, I have. I would have to say the 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 mascot is obviously a freak of nature, judging by the company he keeps. So. <laughs> uh, you know, I got a couple friends named Bucky. You know, uh, Bucky Salinas. Uh, you know, I grew up with him, and I'm wondering if they're going to go after him. Or, uh, you know, Bucky Pope, he's a punk musician here in town. Uh, uh, it's uh, It does kind of sound kind of frivolous, but where do you think this uh, this claim, this suit is going to go? Uh, you know, the University of Wisconsin has no leg to stand on or, or even a badger tail to stand on. So, they, you know, this, this will get dismissed. All right. And uh, I, I guess we'll continue to watch this. I want to thank you very much. You know, I, you know, as a journalist, I'm, I'm supposed to be. But on this show, man, I always take a side, and we have a disclaimer. So I'm with you, professor. For entertainment purposes only. For entertainment purposes only. That's our. Legal, oh, ha- that's a legal te- to, technology. You know, happy to provide entertainment on a on a you know Thursday morning. So <laughs> and it, it it really comes down to who really owns Buckyballs, the great University of Wisconsin, or Dick Smalley, Richard Smalley, who came. Well, uh, you know, they, the the there are hundreds of Bucky. Uh, trademarks issued, and, you know, and and for example, Bucky's the the interstate rest stop, 
the, the guys that in have, Texas. Yeah, they got a yeah. Well, and apparently one's being built in Madison. So you'll soon you'll soon have some not too good uh, barbecue, which is kind of disappointing. But you know, some jerky, some coffee, and, and clean bathrooms to use. You know, you know, a hundred a hundred stalls. I mean, my gosh, you know, well, why why wouldn't you stop? You know, there and uh, uh, and and Bucky sells. I'm sure they sell many more T-shirts in a day than the, the University of Wisconsin sells in a year. This, so I'm, this I'm, was this was not an issue back in the '60s and '70s when the UW athletic uh, program and their teams, uh, well, pretty much sucked. Uh, now they've kind of got, got more national attention, and frankly, the the, the program is uh, much better in the major sports, if you will. Um, and yeah, so well, well, you know, for for example, uh, d- d- what's the name of the University of Texas mascot? Um, it's a uh, it's a Longhorn, right? Right, but what's Larry? his name? <laughs> a Longy Longhorn. <laughs> I don't know. Does he have a name? <laughs> yeah, you see, now now you you proved my point. His name is Bevo. <laughs> or 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 how about the University of Georgia mascot? What's his name? Uh, uh, I have no idea. What is it? You know, help me. We don't know. What is it? It's a it's a bulldog. His name is Uga. Or <laughs> nobody knows or, his name. Yeah. Or 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 for example, Yale's mascot. Um, I, I'm pretty familiar with uh, Stanford's. They got a tree. uh, professor hers i want to uh thank you very much for being on the show we uh have to get on to my next guest but um he's an economics professor at the university of houston and he's involved in a trademark battle with the university of wisconsin and bucky bucky badger over the term buckynomics and um i'm going to be using that all the time when i'm explaining (laughs) economics i'm going to talk about (laughs) Well, according to Buckingomics, <laughs> there we go. All right, it's 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 interconnected. Thank you, Tony. Thank uh, you, Eli. All right, thank you very much. Thank you. There you go, folks. 